Greetings, this is The Pub, Australia Magazine's podcast about all things books and publishing. I'm Dean Karpowitz. I'm Sarah Willis. And I'm Molly Kressel. Today on the show, video games and music. And we're going to start with some of our favorites, right? I've got a really specific one. You've got a really specific favorite uh, track for a video game? Yeah. World of Warcraft. <laughs> Northrend from Wrath of Lich King. Specifically the area Borean Tundra. Yeah. It's really good. That is really specific. I know. I came prepared. <laughs> Why is it good? All of Northrend is like super like snowy, like s- northern, like right, right. kind of Eskimo themed. <laughs> and it's got like this, oh, I, it's just got this like woodsy, very chill. I could just hang out there like in the snow next to all the wolves. Just, oh, there's like mooses. It's amazing. It's <laughs> so, so very relaxing. <laughs> and is that just like the, I, I don't actually know that much about WoW. Is that like a, the overworld walking theme or? Like? Yeah, since it's uh, MMO and you're just walking around through different areas, every area kind of has a backtrack that will just play and repeat. Okay. So I think you have a thing for, for, for the moose. <laughs> 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 because I remember seeing I remember seeing Lord of the Rings and I talked to her about it and she said there's a man who rides a very majestic moose. There is. Is it really? The, elf, the elven oh, king. Yeah, the elves, right. Oh I don't know. God. This you know what? You might be right. This is a moment of self-discovery. I mean, moose are pretty cool. Moosen. <laughs> Moosen. I would be absolutely remiss since since already we're going into our, our absolute favorite things. I have to say the words Fire Emblem. I'm under contract to say the words Fire Emblem. Every podcast. Every podcast. <laughs> no, but... Um, we should contact the companies and elicit swag from them. I know, I know, right? That would be so great because there's not really a lot in the U.S. Um, so Fire Emblem Three Houses actually has a really awesome soundtrack that is... Um, I, I'm not really sure how to describe it. I, I wish that I had better words for music, but... A lot of the, so the battle tracks are varied. The wandering music is both um, evocative of mood and easy enough to fade into the background. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it does a really good job, I think, of setting the tone for things that are going on. There are some tracks that are a lot quieter and softer. And then there's some that are like, wow, this sounds like this person is about to go insane. And if you listen to the dialogue <laughs> as the person is talking, like, yep, that person's insane. And then there's also the dubstep. <laughs> You know, the dubstep in our medieval fantasy game. There is a single dubstep track where you get to one area and this song starts playing and you're like, you just stop. You set the controller down and you're like, we have just left this place. Where are we now? We are in dubstep. Perfect. Dubstep land. The dub liches? Yeah, the dubstep liches. Yeah. uh, That sounds so radical. It's a shame that they're evil. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm for that. That's that's a, that's a pro for me. <laughs> that's a pro. It's a really. I'll, I'll have to play it for you after this because it's a really good track. I, I'm I'm ready. So here's a question: What makes a good soundtrack for a video game? Is it that it matches the tone of the art style? Something unique. Something, something that unique? stands out. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably a lot of games that. If you told me to describe the soundtrack, I couldn't. And that's probably not great. Memorable. Yeah. Like, like, a, like uh, a song. Splatoon, for instance. Oh we were talking about gosh. that. Yes. Has such a good soundtrack. I came into that game knowing nothing about it. I'd never played the first one. I got Splatoon 2 because it was one of the first big titles when the Switch launched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this music? It's really, really good. 
Splatoon is amazing. It is one of those really great examples of setting the world. It's world building through music. Yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent. You what do are. You mean, what do you mean world building through music? So the Splatoon's like it's not like it has a ton of like lore depth, but uh-huh. its whole flavor and thing is it's kind of like a hip hop urban. Sort of. In the far future, humanity has disappeared and the world is now ruled by squids who have only one rule and that's be cool. Yeah, it's like super, like your super stereotypical teenage graffiti on everything. Everyone's got like sweet headphones. Like the clothes is very important in the game when you're designing your squid kid. Mm -hmm. And the music is just like. And everyone's got paintball guns. Yeah, I mean, basically. And uh, the music really has that high energy, sassy vibe that I think. I like to just sit in the menus and just like hang out. I I bought the soundtrack. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I should. That'd be a good one to have. So what about chiptunes? Oh, you mean like old, old games back in the day? There's chiptune songs that are like, you start playing it and it just takes you to that game. Like, I mean, like Super Mario or Castlevania. One of the things I remember about Final Fantasy Mm XIV was that even the the soundtrack was sort of throwback. Oh. You know, it's one of these MMOs that came around and shamelessly said, forget this single player nonsense that you just button mash. We're going to have a tank. We're going to have DPS and we're going to have healers. The game is going to be difficult. It's going to have a main quest uh, storyline. And... This this at a time when Guild Wars 2 was sort of changing the face of MMOs. It's like with that game, you just had to get close to a mob. Right. And it you didn't have aggro. set roles in that game no, either, did you? No, you didn't. And so here comes Final Fantasy fourteen. and says, I'm, we're, we're just going to own all the things that people complained about, mm-hmm. <clears throat> looking for group for an hour and a half as a DPSer, <laughs> right? Um, and we're just going to own it. And I remember that I specifically remember the soundtrack being sort of throwback ish, not chip tunes, but throwback ish. All the classic yeah. Final Fantasy melodies, yeah. you know what they are, but yeah. now they're grandiose and sweeping and yeah. orchestrated. Yeah, I think in some ways, um, when the soundtrack fits the intention of the game, yeah, you tend to remember it. I think there's even games where I don't like the soundtrack where it still accomplishes that. I was before the podcast talking about. <laughs> If you play any of the modern Sonic games, mm-hmm. the rock tracks in those are so ridiculous. Like, what in the? Have but you they seen match Sonic the game. The well, He's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I mean, like, the flavor is correct. It's just really silly. Well, and I guess that's an interesting thing, too, to distinguish because I actually I listen to quite a few video game soundtracks. Is a soundtrack good, even if it's not something that you want to sit down mm. and listen to? If it does what oh, it's supposed to do in the game, maybe. Right. Like, if you don't, I, I personally don't want to sit around and listen to Sonic the Hedgehog music, but if it... That rock and roll, like, yeah, Sonic, I'm going real fast. <laughs> Chill <Chilly back. laughs> Right. If it's not, it needs to be part of the world. It needs to be appropriate to the setting. It needs to be indicative of the world around it, but then also not interrupting. Yeah, I feel like... Um... The biggest sin of video game music is to just be mildly annoying and not memorable. <laughs> or mildly annoying and memorable. I think the new um, <laughs> the new uh, Dragon Quest games are like that. Just not oh, really? very notable music and just slightly annoying. Just very vanilla, medieval-y. Ooh. Yeah. I think that I read a couple of reviews of the newest one that's getting ported to Switch of being like, what is this music? Everything else in the game is awesome. I was being quiet because I was watching Sonic this morning (laughs) with my son, and I can remember having an argument with him. He was like, he thinks Sonic is a superhero, and I'm like, he's not a superhero. He's a hedgehog. He's a video game character. 
Right? And so... Hmm. Yeah. Can you not be both? I guess. But Is Mario see, a superhero? Well, see, then... No. I, then I kind hmm. of watch. Is a hot dog like, a sandwich? <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> I guess. Well, okay. That is a philosophical question. Maybe it's just the idea of being hung up on the term superhero. I think I would say that Sonic hmm. is a hero for certain. That Mario is a hero. I can get a board on that. But a superhero, does he have tights? No, he has socks. (laughs) It was one of those. Does he have socks? I got to think about this. Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's got socks and very nice red shoes. Such a stupid kid. (laughs) So upsetting. I love Sonic. uh, It was one of those moments for me where I, someone once told me being a parent is like (laughs) having a conversation with someone who's totally stoned on drugs. While you yourself are only slightly stoned on drugs. That's probably pretty accurate. You know, it's like we've had arguments before about whether Darth Vader could beat up a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. And only, I can only imagine having that argument <laughs> if I was stoned. So. On a daily basis, <laughs> talking to children is just like, like you, you have to say things to them that you don't think that you should have to say to human yeah, beings. Like, yeah. don't put, put that in on. your mouth. Why are you licking the wall? <laughs> Please don't eat your friends. How's he like in uh, the big arenas in Pokemon? Because he's talking about music. That's something I want to talk oh, about. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's oh, talk about that. Yeah. He does. Yes, he likes the arenas. I thought I was going to hate the uh, Dynamaxing, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 jumps up and down. Yeah. Wow, seen <laughs> yeah. That music, when you yeah. get to the final battle in a in a gym yeah. a gym contest mm-hmm. and, and, and you, you Dynamax. hear the change. And the, yes, and the crowd starts chanting. <laughs> and it's like, bum, bum, I'm like, bum, bum, bum. man, right, like, right. I'm getting a little jazz stuff. I can't yeah. help it. Yeah. The music does do that to you. Yeah. It makes it more epic. Yeah, and I think that is one of the successful things about it. That definitely the music lends to it. It tells you what's going on, but it also enhances the feeling of like, whoa. Or like uh, games where the ambient music changes when something is after you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that yeah, yeah, scares yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. I think Monster Hunter did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yes. if it starts playing and you don't see the threat right away, and yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. hold, where is it? Music. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm being watched. How about games... How about games like Borderlands, where they take a song and then make it part of their trailer? Oh. And it's a song that has, like, Cage the Elephant. Right, right. Isn't that what yeah. the song for No Rest for the Wicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And appropriate that song. And I'll tell you, I, after, after I saw the trailer for Borderlands, I downloaded that it's song. It's a good song. Yes. Yeah. I, I do like that. Yeah. So I think just like a soundtrack for a movie, it has to be done well. Yes. Mm-hmm. But... Um, there aren't many games that do it, right? No, now that you say that, I'm thinking, what's another example besides Borderlands? Well, no, but by that extension, all of the music in Fallout is, it's not re-recorded. They just, like, took songs from, like, the 40s and 50s. And they're Ah, like, this is the soundtrack. Ah, yeah. Remember Bioshock Infinite? I was just about to say that. That was really cool. Yeah. Where all the... It's like Cyndi Lauper done Mm -hmm. Barbershop Quartet style. Yeah, because that movie was weird about time and... Yeah. 
dimensions. Yeah, part, yeah, and, part of it's time travel. So it's like all these weirdly contextualized pop songs mm-hmm. right, played right. in different That was genres. probably one of the most unique and awesome uses yeah. of music in a game. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And it's it's really interesting, too, for Fallout because it's all these songs about radiation. You're like, where did they get these people together to write this? Like, no, that just comes from like the 50s when everyone was afraid of being radiated. Yeah. yeah. Cold War stuff. Right. You Fun know. Times. You know. <laughs> but it, it has a really interesting and unique flavor, I think, that uh, like, can you can you imagine wandering the wastelands of uh, Fallout without that music? Yeah, it's, right. It's almost kind of cheeky, and it would be a very different game otherwise. Yeah. Are there games where the lack of music is effective? I'm thinking about Minecraft. I was just mm-hmm. thinking that also. The first time playing Minecraft, long, long ago, where there's really no background music, except for that one super calm kind of music box track, and it started playing out of nowhere, I thought something like, really wait, critical well, was going on. Right. Well, and there's also, I believe, um, a sunset and a sunrise music where it, it just makes this like little like tinkling sound where it's yeah. like, do, 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 And then <laughs> it's, it's either, doing that all day. I don't remember. <laughs> it's very soothing. Um, but there's also, it's, it's like a, when the sun is going up or the sun is going down or it's the middle of the night or something, there is a sound, which is interesting because then if you're underground, and you know what that sound is, which I obviously don't, even though it's been established. I've been playing Minecraft for like 10 years. Then <laughs> <laughs> you could use that to tell you maybe what time of day it is. And I don't know it, but you could use that. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't play very far into it, but I remember reading something about The Last of Us and the way it used mm. silences to build tension in moments. So they cut the music when there's something that's threatening in another room. Mm. And so oh, that's, that's so how you, scary. yeah, that's how they kind of made it work. Yeah, I don't like that. I remember uh, the use of music of Five Nights at Freddy's was pretty good. Yeah. They have the tinkling um, <laughs> kind of carnival music that starts oh, yeah. playing. Like yeah, yeah. if you lose all your power and you're about to die, they play it. Mm-hmm. I hate Aww. that so much. <laughs> oh, that, that reminds I me. I hate you. <laughs> Do you are there specific boss battles that you remember the music for? Either of you? None super come to mind, but that's probably because I have this really terrible affliction of not getting to the end of games. <laughs> I get to the final boss of games and I'm about to do it and I put the game down, I'll like I gotta like, prepare for that. And never, then I never pick it back up. It'll never end if I don't play the ending. Right. I've exactly. done that with every Zelda ever made. Really? You've never completed a Zelda game? I always make it to the vital boss and I go you know, I got some other stuff I should probably do in that. I get around to that, and I just never play them again. That's crazy. I've never saved Zelda, sorry. Wow. I can't think of anything <laughs> specifically other than, like, other than Fire Emblem, just because that's what I've been playing recently and thinking about the music because it's so good. The The final tracks for the boss are, the final tracks for the final bosses are all totally different. Like, there's a series of, I think, maybe eight or so different songs that go in rotation, but the final bosses have unique songs. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember, like, from playing MMOs, I can't I can't remember any, you know, raid bosses where the music If I'm in a raid boss, there's no way I'm paying attention to the music because yeah. right. I'm just panicking. Yeah, right. yeah true. about <laughs> final boss battles that you've been playing where usually your brain is going, oh, God, oh, God, and not. No, if it's like, turn-based, oh, I feel track. like that's turn-based. Background music is probably the stuff that gets stuck in my head the most because it's just, you know. Speaking of Persona, <laughs> turn-based oh, yeah, 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 battle yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. So Persona is really interesting. There are five games 
but really everybody only acknowledges that three exist. Oh. Well, the first two um, are so old. Well, it's two and a half. One of them is there's like Persona 1. They were still called Shin Megami Tensei Persona and mm-hmm. then Persona 2. And then the Persona 2, there's two different ones and they have two different subtitles. But 3 is when the series really took off and dropped the Shin Megami Tensei um, label and then was just Persona. Right. So Persona 3, 4, and 5 all have really interesting, different tones of music. Like Persona 3 is all like hip hop and rap. Um, and Persona 5 is like jazzy. Hmm. And the music is really interesting and different. And the soundtracks are really cool. But if I have to hear baby, 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 baby one more time, <laughs> I will lose my mind. They just use it over and over again. It is the single battle track for Persona oh. 3. Oh, really? At least I'm sure the boss maybe are different, but it's been a while since I play it. But that is the when you are in like the dungeon, that is the battle song. Huh. And every time you run into somebody, you hear that first and you're like, oh. So we would say in some ways repetition is what makes a video game soundtrack that we despise. I yeah, don't too want much to repetition. have to pay for DLC to be able to swap out my tracks. And mm. I don't know if that's the case necessarily, but I feel like that might be for, I, at least for, um, I bought Persona Q2 because that was the, like the only Persona games for the 3DS where you, it sort of combines all of the Personas together. Mm-hmm. And lets them loose in a dungeon is like, what if all of these people met? Hmm. And you can play any of the songs from any of the uh, any of the different games for the battles. So it like gives you all the rotating battle themes. But mm-hmm. like, why can't in game we have different battle themes? Mm-hmm. And even when so Persona Three has a male protagonist, but there's also a Persona Three portable where you could choose the female protagonist, mm-hmm. and it gives you a different battle theme. But it doesn't let you rotate. Oh, okay. it's a different single battle theme. Ah. Can't I have both? Right. Mm-hmm. Please. You know, I think I want to. I want to change my answer to your memorable boss game music. I was okay. thinking about it. All right. Uh, what's the name of that song from Undertale? Megalovania. Oh, I don't know. Undertale's got good music though. Really good music. That like really so propelled boss, that game. The yeah, boss that, music. That music starts and it's just like it's kind of like uh <laughs> the black parade from my couple romance like okay. the first notes yes. start playing and yes. you're just like Ugh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> see yeah. but undertale is a rhythm game almost kind of it's like bullet hell sort of with music yes so the music is part of uh what's the name of the guy i made until toby fox yeah he's his music he did a song for uh pokemon sword and shield he uh, has okay. really good video game music it's a good song. how many soundtracks do you own I'll say that I found it very strange the first time I saw, we used to have someone in the video game group here, John Baragis. He, he, he would put on a tux and go of with his girlfriend to, to the, the symphony, to the symphony yeah. of, of Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Doesn't Carl Those do are that pretty too, nice. Carl does that too. Yeah. 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 So Actually, how- I can't I can't lie. I went to Video Games Live. Uh-huh. That was a really cool experience yeah. where you have the full symphony orchestra yeah. and they play and they put video game footage on the screen. Oh, and it was really? like... They do? Yeah. Okay. And I got to say, being there, it's going to sound so dorky, but it was like, I got like misty-eyed sometimes. <laughs> like cool. It was like very transformative. <laughs> That's really oh, cool. If I took my current boyfriend right to that and he looked over at me and he saw me crying <laughs> to video game music, he'd be like, I can't. This is ridiculous. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's one of the really interesting things about music is that it so deeply, so quickly reaches you. Part of what makes a video game memorable and stick with you is the music. Mm-hmm. Or I, oftentimes. I cried during the previews. <laughs> Yesterday I went to go see 
I went to go see Frozen 2 with my friends and they had a preview for Mulan and that reflection song started playing and I started crying and I was like, this cannot be. And I looked for my friends and they were all crying and I was like, okay, good. (laughs) You have some company. It looked really good. You know, it's something that sticks with you that you can carry forth, even if it's not a melody that you can reproduce by singing it. You know, it's something that stays in your heart and immediately, I think it's very attached to emotion. So yes. Sometimes you hear a song and you're having an experience. So say you're playing a game and you have that final boss, the ones that we can't think of. You have the boss and you're doing the thing and then you hear the music. And maybe you don't think about hearing the music, Uh but then later you're out somewhere, you know, the department store. And they're playing your music. There's a lot of ifs here, but don't worry about it. This is totally hypothetical, (laughs) but come with us on this journey. you, You hear the song. Maybe you're at a Japanese restaurant. I don't know. And all of a sudden you're like, that's the opening theme of my favorite anime. Or, you know, you you hear the song and you have the feelings and you're like, why do I have these feelings? Because it reminds you of the experience. I would agree with that. Makes me think about commercials (laughs) that steal some really good classical music and play it while people eat hamburgers or something. And then you hate it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then and then it's like, why did you do this to me <laughs> over over a double cheese? How cheeseburger. dare you! <laughs> right, right. Mozart and I were cool, man. Sarah and I were talking about The Witcher. Now you've never played. I've never played The Witcher. You never played The Witcher three, but you have probably the one of my favorite video game soundtracks. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's just really good. Uh, Witcher 3 and Diablo 3, I took both those soundtracks and made a playlist for when I'm writing Mm because it's very Mm -hmm. super scene-setting instrumental. Mm -hmm. I love it. Have you played any Katamari Damacy? I have watched people play it. That's got pretty good music. The music is insane. It is just, it's like like Splatoon. It's bombastic. It's bizarre. It's super appropriate to the game. Right, right. It's it's very good tone setting. And also, like, if you ever just need to, if you want to get hyped up by something, Katamari Damacy has your back. I think Animal Crossing is good for that, too. But... Animal Crossing is really interesting because mm-hmm. it's chill. It's super chill, and which is the whole game. That is my go-to. i got to shut down, chill out. The world's is awful. I need to play Animal Crossing. I need to go see what my next door neighbor puppy man is doing. What does he need? Does he want a chair? Just hang out. They have a different track for every hour. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's like, and I I think, I think it might be different AM, PM. I I haven't played a lot of Animal Crossing in a while, but there was like, there's like, I I have the soundtrack for the GameCube version and it's, this song is just called One O'Clock. Mm. And it's the music that plays for the duration of one to two. Uh, gotcha. And then two o'clock, something else plays. Uh-huh. But then you also have KK, the dog with the guitar, who every Saturday night, if you go listen to him jam out, will give you a bootleg of his track. <laughs> yeah, KK Slider. Awesome. Here you go. Take this home. Put this in your boombox. Thanks for it. coming out. He wants his music to be free, man. <laughs> he is really chill. <laughs> so it's- Now I just got that music in my head. Uh-huh. It's all... A little bit similar, yeah. so it all kind of blends together. Yeah, but it's just like it's like coming home. Well, and the naming convention is really weird too, because you have like it's like KK Jazz or KK like Samba or mm-hmm. uh, KK Dance. Got to find the right gyroids to match your oh, KK no. track. <laughs> no, <laughs> I hate those. They so are really much. weird, right? They're so creepy. The little totem pole men that just like dance around. Every time and they, I find they, one, I don't know I what they it. are. Or where they came from. You dig one of those bad boys up. It's going straight to Tom Nook. You can have it. I don't Take want this. it. Take, Take this. this haunted <laughs> log. I don't want it dancing in my house, making its weird little noises. Yeah. I forgot they make noises too. They do like. <laughs> 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 
Oh my God. <laughs> Take this magical dancing log and get out. <laughs> Give me money, please. Take the log and go. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I think we might have to end on that. That's a pretty good note to end on. All right, the pub is produced at the University of Wisconsin Parkside from the studio at WIPZ 101.5 FM. You can tune in Sundays at 2 to catch new episodes, and you can also find us on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Or you can head over to our website at straylightmag.com for fiction, poetry, art, and, of course, podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for regular updates on new content. Until next time, thanks for listening to The Pub, Straylight Magazine's podcast about all things books and publishing. 